Yeah, Yes, an audio serial, written and read by Daniel Cotier. This story contains adult themes, coarse language, themes of suicide and self-harm. If the contents of this story are triggering for you or anyone you know, I ask you to please call Lifeline on 131114. If you are listening outside Australia, you can find contact numbers for mental health support services on our social media pages. These are found at Yeah Yes Audio Serial on Facebook and Instagram and Yeah Yes Serial on Twitter. Chapter 31, Sunday, 15th of October, 2017. Screw A whirls into the left hole assigned to it on piece one, then a second screw A goes into its assigned right hole. The centerpiece makes a sort of spine that runs down the middle of the rectangle. Dad starts to unwind the tape from around the wooden slats, and I grab out the Ziploc bag of little plastic holders. It's a decent-sized room. Dad packs his drill back into its plastic case. Yeah, Finn's room has a built-in wardrobe. It's bigger, so he's paying an extra 30 bucks a week. Make sure you keep it clean. We lodge the wooden slat into a plastic sheath with spikes on the bottom. These connect to the spine and piece two, the right side of the rectangle. There are 20 of these sheath slat sheaths running either side to the connecting spine. It's going to take a while. Pop. Because you know how you want a boyfriend. Oh, I pretend that I'm having trouble with the sheath. Yeah, I don't want to look him in the eye. There are a few more pops before. Well... Nobody wants to fuck in a pigsty. Pop. Another one slots in and I am spellbound. Dad and I have not discussed sex much before. Our version of the talk was, Your mum's doing the menopause, don't be a shit all right. Yeah, no worries. Also, Jesus, more words of wisdom. Don't date another one like that, Mark Fuckwit. Your mother and I couldn't stand him. Pop. Really? Pop. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Really? He was a dead shit. Pop. Why didn't you tell me? Dad stops popping. If I told you I didn't like him, you'd have carried on. My stomach lurches to tell me he's not wrong. But you've calmed down a bit recently. Pop. With that, we've done a quarter of the bed. We'll solve world peace by the end. I have calmed down a lot recently. We're in a good rhythm now. Another two pieces of boning laid. My hand shakes a bit as I pop another one in. I've stopped drinking. The hairs on my arms are standing up and I have butterflies. This feels like coming out again. Like that oct sober? Not quite. More like forever, hopefully. We've only got five more to go and we've done the right side of the bed. Dad pops another rubber joint in. Good move. Yeah? Yeah. Your granddad stopped drinking for a while. Did really well for him. He started drinking again and was a miserable old prick. Except when he played the banjo. The right side is done. It looks like half a rib cage. No, he was still miserable then. It was just harder for him to hold a drink. I ponder for a couple of slats. Mum always told me I was called banjo because playing the banjo was granddad's only happy time. Turns out they just named me after an alcohol delay tactic. They are two normal people. The only reason I can think that they named me after an instrument was mum's epidural. 
and the Daryl mystery will always remain. Thanks for everything, Dad. You and Mum have been really good to me. That's what we do. We're half done on the left side. We're machines. But call your mother more, please. She worries. I will, I promise. They really would have cared if that fan blade hadn't broken. They would have had a lot of pain to show the others who came to my funeral. He pops in the last of the slats. Done. Dad admires his work, cracking his knuckles. We've made a leather chest with a wooden rib cage. We grab the mattress and throw it on top of the newly reformed bed base. He checks his old watch face with a new leather band. Every few years he gets a new one. Driving all day, the sun eats away at the leather. All right, I'm going to head off to miss the traffic. Thanks, Dad. Do I say it? It's so gross. Be vulnerable. Be honest. A tiny peep edges out. I love you. Dad looks at me, surprised. We're not a love you kind of family. Yep. A beat while he tries to get it out. Love you too. He fist bumps me. We walk out to the truck together and I watch him climb in. He blows the horn three times like he always did when I was little and drives away. I stand back and take in the house. My house. The crumbly yellow exterior with two old threadbare armchairs out the front that Finn bought from his last place. They've got round burn marks on the arms from cigarettes forgotten by careless owners. It's an ominous thing to see when two doors down there's a burned out condemned house which I'm guessing had a similar cause. It's all very odd, but it feels right. Out of the ashes grow the roses of success. I go back down the dim entry hall to my room, the first on the right. The two armchairs are right outside my window. I pull the blinds down, grab the pillows out of the suitcase mum put them in, and throw them onto the bed. Without a cover or sheets, I snuggle into them. Thank you, higher power. I fall asleep. In my own bed. In my own room. I've earned a good sleep. Yeah, Yes is written, read, produced and directed by Daniel Cotier. Music, editing and sound engineering is by Nathan Barraclough. If you have any queries or concerns, you can contact us at yayesaudioserial at gmail.com. Tune in Thursday for the continuing adventures of Banjo Mitchell. Thanks for listening. <laughs>